Turn us on and the satisfaction's guaranteed. Frank Discussion with Passion on CJD 800. Coming up after 10.15, we have a swingers panel. We're going to find out about swingers travel. It's big business these days. How to meet others, what to expect, how to do it so it won't destroy your relationship. What if one wants to and the other one doesn't? What to know? Whatever other questions you have about the lifestyle, our two guests will be able to uh, to answer. But first... Calling's not the only way to connect. The inbox is easy and always open at 514-800. You can also email me your questions anytime to laurie at drlaurie.com. And by the way, uh, tomorrow night we celebrate, uh, we're having our big celebration for 20 years on Passion. It's our birthday. Uh, we're going to have a live broadcast in front of a studio audience. It'll be a little bit different than what we hear every night here. This time, uh, Paris Mansouri will be interviewing me on the air, and you get to ask me whatever question uh, you want. And that's all taking place tomorrow night. We're having uh, a big uh, party before and a little bit afterwards, and uh, we have some uh, musical performances by Stephen Voice, Melissa Plett, and Dolly Blonde. Dan Laxer will be emceeing. We'll have a couple of exploration booths as well. Our kink panel will be there uh, with all kinds of uh, props that they'll talk to you about. We have uh, a sex toys uh, little booth as well that you can ask questions. Eric Waugh, a world-renowned artist, will be doing a live painting which will go up for auction. We'll have a dessert reception provided by Cook and Date. Uh, a wonderful beer by uh, Peroni, uh, Peroni Nastro Zero Beer. Uh, and uh, We're going to have the whole place decorated by Poppin' Balloons and lots of prizes, gift bags, raffles. We're going to play Dirty Minds. It's uh, going to be a very fun-filled evening. So I've got like two spots left uh, because it's space is limited, unfortunately, and lots of people have been interested in coming uh, to the event, which I'm very glad. Thank you. Warms my heart. Uh, so if you are interested, you can text me. Tonight's the last time you can do that, uh, 514-800, and let me know why you'd like to uh, be invited to our party, and we'll pick, uh, we'll pick a winner at the end of the night. All right, let me get a couple of questions here. This is my first time sending in a question. It's something I've always wanted to know. Does using a condom take away from the pleasures of having sex? Sometimes you need some background information. I'm 20 years old, male, and a virgin. So you hear that, like there's a lot of men who will say that it reduces the pleasure, but I always come back with what an STI is not going to be very fun and pleasurable for you if you end up getting something on your penis and then not being able to use it for a while. Uh, that's no fun either. So what are you going to choose? It's not like it doesn't feel, it, it feels terrible. It might feel better without a condom on, but, uh, but do you want to take that risk? I think it's a ridiculous risk to be taking. Uh, now, of course, I don't own a penis. I don't know. I can't tell you exactly how uh, men feel about this. But I will tell you, give you a little hint. If you want to increase the pleasure with a condom, what you could do is you can put in a drop of lubricant inside the tip of the condom before putting the condom on. You just have to be careful uh, when when there's lubricant on the inside, it could make the condom slip off. So as, as soon as uh, you've uh, orgasmed, you you remove yourself from there so that you uh, it doesn't uh, doesn't slip off as easily and seep 
you know, let the, the sperm seep in. So you'd want to take it off uh, and, and just, you know, make sure it's still on there. Uh, but that is one way to increase uh, pleasure when, when wearing a condom. If any guys want to uh, weigh in on this, pleasure with a condom, without a condom, does it really take away that much pleasure? What's your comparison with that? Love to hear your thoughts at 514-800. My boyfriend and I have great sex, I believe, yet he doesn't make any sounds. He stays quiet. Is that normal? Uh, There's no normal or abnormal. When it comes to vocalizations, everybody is different. In fact, there was a, a study done that looked at the vocalizations of women, and they found that the women were vocalizing not at the point of inter, uh, at the point of uh, climax, but way before, and that their motivation for doing this was more for their partner's uh, enjoyment and for their partner's sake. So, uh, some people are very uh, are very quiet and don't don't uh, vocalize much, and others are uh, super loud. So there's no there's no norm when it comes to when it comes to that. Uh, but you may want to just tell your partner to. Uh, let you know, like you can encourage some vocalizations, for example, like you can ask him, you know, let me know when you're close, just say, uh, you know, I'm close or whatever it is that you would like to, uh, to hear from him. Is coconut oil good for your vagina? Heard it on Dr. Oz. Well, if you heard it on Dr. Oz, then it must be good. Not, um, not everything you hear is uh, good for you. However, uh, coconut oil, it's not that it's bad, but some women do react uh, to to uh, any kind of oils in their vaginas, and they uh, it, it could be sensitive for them. So really you have to look for yourself to see, is, is this something that uh, the, the woman can tolerate or not? I mean, it is a natural lubricant. Coconut oil is good for all kinds of stuff. It's good for removing eye makeup. It's good for moisturizing your skin. Apparently now less good for cooking, uh, but it is good for other um, other uses. It has tons of uses. So it's not bad for your vagina, but if it, you, only you will know if it's good for yours. How can I get my wife to trim her pubic area? She won't trim at all, and I don't want to go down on her. Well, question is, would your wife want you to go down on her? And if this is something she does enjoy, then maybe you gently say, uh, look, honey, I, I love to go down on you. I, uh, I know you like it too, but the hairs kind of get in my way. And how about if I trim the pubic hair for you and make it kind of a, a, a fun thing? You're not asking her to uh, wax it all off or shave it all off, but at least keeping it trim so you're not getting a mouthful of, uh, of pubic hair, which is I think is fair to ask a partner, whether it's a male or female partner, to, to trim, to make it more pleasant for, for, for somebody to, to get oral sex or perform oral sex, then I, I think that's uh, certainly fair. Anybody have any thoughts on that? 514 800 Hi, Dr. Lori. My husband says he loves me, yet he does the complete opposite of what love is supposed to be. We've been married for 20 years, never had a, hun- uh, never had a honeymoon, never gone out for di- to dinner, never had a vacation. We've done nothing together. 
and my husband thinks nothing is wrong with it. I don't want to be married anymore. Our marriage is in big trouble and uh, uh, big trouble. Don't know if it can be saved. There's a huge buildup to all of this. I desperately need your advice. Um, this is a difficult situation. First of all, talking about love, you're right. Love is not just a feeling. Uh, love is a, is a verb. It's actions. You can tell somebody you love them, but treat them badly. They're going to remember the actions. The words mean nothing if not backed up by, uh, by actions. The fact that he never takes you out for dinner or you never do anything fun together, this is not a marriage. This is not a very good marriage anyhow. And you're from what I hear in, in your words is that you're growing more and more and more and more resentful uh, of the kind of marriage that uh, that you have. So of course, there's going to be a big buildup. What I would recommend is if you um, want to stay in this marriage, you get your husband to go with you to a marriage counselor. Work it out. Talk about the issues. Let somebody else, a third party, tell him this is not okay and give him some ideas of things that he could do to uh, to improve the marriage and things that you could do as well. Coming up, our swingers panel, everything and anything you want to know about the swinging lifestyle. A safe place to work out the kinks in any relationship. It's Passion with CGAD 800's Dr. Lori Batito. Oh, we have a steamy night for you tonight because our swingers panel is in studio. They're clothed. Nothing kinky going on here. Uh, Lexi Silver is here. George Jones is here. Hello, people. Hey. Thank Uh, you for having us. It's a a pleasure. First of all, uh, Lexi Silver is a a podcaster. She's a producer and host of a sex podcast called SDC Presents, Seek, Discover, Create. Uh, She's the media content director of SDC.com, the world's largest lifestyle dating platform. Uh, We'll find out about what that's all about. And George Jones, who's the regional director of SDC. SDC.com. By, by the way, used to be known as Swingers Date Club. George, I met you multiple times over the years yeah. at the um, at the Salon de l'Amour. We've, mm-hmm. we've talked. You've been on the show before. Uh, I knew it as the Swingers Date Club. What happened that you changed the name? Well, what happened is the, simply that we... Um, we're trying to uh, to give the people a little bit more of the um, of the aspect of being open-minded, and we thought that the word swinging could be <laughs> a little bit more like paralyzing, and people would see it in a more like, oh yeah, échangiste. Right. But they are not. There is nothing to exchange other than being together and live a good experience. So uh, moving to seek, discover, create. Uh, people are seeking relationship. People are seeking uh, connection. Uh, they discover uh, around them other communities and other couples and people seeking the same thing. And then they create these networks and connection and experiences together. So really the word like swinging kind of plays against you in a way, right? It's almost it like, ah, it's it a little be. bit, oh, this might be yeah, a little too much. Be, mm-hmm. 
Mm -hmm. Right. And I mean, people have all kinds of misconceptions, right, Lexi? There are tons of stigmas whenever you hear the word swinger. And I was just even having a conversation today with a friend of mine, and it's a very intimidating word. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, you know, you hear swinging and you think, oh, everyone's just having orgies all the time and everybody's just having sex. It's not about that. There's a lot. So what is it about? (laughs) What is it about? Give us a bird's eye view into the life of Lexi Silver and everybody else that uh, that that that's oh, involved that's gonna in take this. Ages. <laughs> I don't Off know if you we go. have time for that, but um, in general, I think people who enter the consensually non-monogamous lifestyle are just looking for connections with people. And it well, was, these are specific kinds of connections. Specific. Come on, specific. Let's be real. Well, sure, but I mean, a lot of people who enter uh, the lifestyle, they're not necessarily just looking for sex because I I have a lot of friends in the lifestyle, and we just hang out or we talk and we have great conversations and it's just a bunch of really open-minded people there's some people who are or couples who come into the lifestyle and it's not even about having sex with other people it's just about experiencing their connection maybe mm. in front of other people or right. watching other people uh partake in uh whatever right. play that they want there's no one way to do it is what you're saying you've mentioned the word lifestyle a few times and maybe for our listeners who don't know that this is kind of the the word that's used to uh, describe people who are in any kind of uh, consensual non-monogamous relationships, right? Technically, a lot of people who use the word lifestyle, it usually refers to some form of open or swinging or um, I, kind of lifestyle. But when I say it personally, I like to refer to a, the, the wide range of consensually non-monogamous relationships, which like kind of what you're alluding to can, can be a variety of different things, including even polyamory. Mm-hmm. And for listeners who don't know, polyamory is when you have, it says multiple love. So in other words, you have multiple relationships, but they're also romantic based relationships. They're not just sexual relationships, which to me sounds like so hard to manage. Like, I don't know anybody who, it's like you have enough with one partner, you need two more. Like, how do you do it? You know, Google calendar. Yeah, I guess it's a. Your best friend. I would say I would love to go one step before that. Uh, People try something new in their life if they are secure, if they are in the right place, and if they feel that they are not being judged. So anybody can be uh, trisexual, and based on that, being Mm -hmm. open-minded, this is what they they connect, and then they see how they feel. Actually, um, not every uh, threesome can be a lifestyle not every experience right. that we have can be just those are sexual experience put it that right. way however the mentality is what we are after that's and a, how that's you a, can look at things in different right. way i think that's a very good distinction i think plenty of people try things right they yes. they, they try yeah. um, multiple partners at once or they try an orgy or they try a, a threesome or whatever but doesn't mean they're lifestylers no, no. and, and things a, can can go wrong also so uh, they absolutely. can go positive and they can go back negative and then they had a bad experience and they would say okay that's not for us Right. However, because they had the bad um, combination of things, right. what we try to do in many events, in many um, aspects of our of uh, our uh, life within that thing, I think what we try to do is to offer people the best conditions and let them do. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think it's the conditions that we, maybe we can talk about that. We're, the context of where... Uh, of where this usually happens, you know, I we've heard of 
key parties where they're happening they happen in <laughs> suburbia you know and in people's homes where everybody throws in a key and they go off and who's ever key they pick they have sex with whatever uh, that's one type of thing but that's not really part of the lifestyle that you're talking about because here we're talking about travel destinations um all trips with all lifestyles like I keep seeing that you know there's a now we have multiple places where people can go there used to be hedonism is the one that everybody heard about but there's so many others now and then other organized trips so do you find that a lot of people who partake let's say in the lifestyle do so not in their own city do so only when they go on these trips and vacations Absolutely. I mean, they're being away from your, I guess your your home, your place of comfort. It kind of your gives kids. you that your kids, <laughs> um, your work. Mm -hmm. it, it kind of uh, lets you short, uh, sort of shed your skin and ex feel more adventurous and explorative, and also gives you that kind of anonymity where maybe nobody knows you and you could kind of just be yourself. I spoke to dozens of couples uh, when we were in Cap Dagda with uh, SDC uh, in in the south of France uh, just a few months ago. And um, they told me that back home, they can't do any of this because too many people know them. Mm. So they can't engage in any play in the lifestyle. But when they're in Cap Dag, they can be whoever they want to be. Unless they run into other people who have the <laughs> same ideas. <laughs> right? Yeah, for sure. But it's, <laughs> it definitely does give people that, it, that some, some ability extra to, freedom. Yeah. Yeah. And, and a lot of people I've talked to also will say things like that. Like, okay, I'll go to one of these resorts, but I would never go to like a swingers club at home, for example, for fear of running into somebody that they, they, they might know, yeah. even though they'd be in the same boat as them. I mean, <laughs> you know, I suppose there must be some kind of uh, unwritten rules about confidentiality. Like, can you talk a little bit about like, what, what's the code of conduct uh, well, with ethics, all of this? Ethics and, and uh, I think the, the key word here is respect. Mm. So based on respect, you can, um, if you follow that word as is, you will you will be okay in general. So if you respect other people, you're not gonna do things that um, that shows that you're 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 over crossing their space. Right. Uh, you can ask for uh, things. You can just read their body language. Some There's people aren't so good of, at that, George. That's the problem. Yeah, you but know, this is, is that where we... that's where that's exactly what we said. Uh, people nowadays are not only looking for the sexual part, as mm -hmm. as uh, mm -hmm. Lexi said. People are looking for the entertainment. So they are trying to add a little bit of spice up, a little bit of flavor within their couple or within their own sexual life. It's not only about just sitting there and watching porn or, or mm -hmm. you know, doing things. It's not. It's more beyond that. Right. Connecting people and living the experience with them. So that being said, yes, we're sometimes we go into a place and we have no idea about the rules. And this is our role in educating people. So on SDC, on the first page, we have a lot of uh, media articles and uh, podcasts, what uh, Lex is doing all day long. So we try to tell people how to behave, how to how to approach, how to have a better, a better mm -hmm. and an upgraded level of uh, what they can, what they can go further with their feelings. How and, to uh, have a more positive experience. Yes, absolutely. So, because I'm sure it's fraught with all kinds of possible 
areas of difficulty and may and this is something an area that I want to talk about especially because it's not for all couples and mm -hmm. it may be some couples are thinking oh wouldn't this be nice or interesting or it's in their fantasy somehow but then when they actually go ahead and engage it backfires on the couple mm -hmm. you know I've seen that happen as well where uh, one person was like, yeah, 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 let's do it, let's do it, pushes the other one, they finally do it, they see their partner with someone and they're freaking out, the one who suggested it, you know. <laughs> so you have to really, I think, know yourself quite well to be able to uh, to do this and have like incredible communication. I, I personally always said, you know what, it's um, talking about it is, is the, the first step to do. Uh, convincing is not the right thing to do. It's yeah. more like communicating and say, okay, what is our desire? What would we like to discover together? So from that point, they're going to have to talk and, and, and see if they like it. If they are having sex, talking about a third person watching them, this is a good step. So that's where they mm -hmm. identify exactly what turns them on. Right. Coming up, uh, we'll talk about what happens when uh, precisely that situation where one wants it and the other not so sure where do you go from there what kind of conversation do you have uh, maybe uh, Lexi Silver and George Jones our swingers panel can uh, can like simulate a, a, a conversation not not simulate anything else just a conversation <laughs> uh, that you would be able to show maybe how people can communicate about this From the pleasure and the politics to the hang-ups and the heartbreak, you're listening to Passion, CJD 800. Our swingers panel in studio tonight, swinging from the chandeliers. Uh, Lexi Silver is here. She's a producer and host of a, a sex podcast, SDC Presents, Seek, Discover, Create. She's also the media content director of SDC.com. By the way, the largest lifestyle dating platform if you would want to know where to find other lifestylers to date meet uh, hang out with that's where you go sdc.com uh, george jones is here he's their regional director as well and interestingly it was formerly known as swingers date club when i first heard about it it was the swingers date club but now it's expanded just a little bit. Uh, so we want your questions at 514-800. Take advantage. Our panel is here. They're very involved in the uh, lifestyle and can answer any question you have. Uh, here's a question for you guys. Does that mean people are welcome to attend a swingers party to merely watch in order to determine whether it's actually their cup of tea, so to speak, or not? Absolutely. I mean, there like, are no rules, right? No. It's not like there's any, well, the, I the, mean, those kinds of rules. Well, okay. So on the one hand, the idea of being a part of the lifestyle is to have that open-mindedness. It's a philosophy in a lot of ways. Right. Um, but th I think um, the idea is also to make sure everybody is kind of on the same page. So while people could maybe, you know, if the, it's their first time and they want to come and, and watch and see what's going on, you know, in a club setting, that is definitely a, a, an okay thing in a private party setting. That's different. That's kind of a bit of a different story. But I'll let I'll let George take that one away. 
Well, that's a good answer, actually. You're, <laughs> I, I like it. I like it. I think, again, it all starts with being ready. So you're there to watch because you're interested or you're just curious to watch. It turns you on to watch. I mean, mm-hmm. depends what, what way you're What's coming. What's the motivation? What's the motivation? Why would you be watching? There is some places where it's, uh, if you're a newbie, if you're just starting with the lifestyle, with the uh, all these things, you cannot go to a party where it's not really all the very advanced people. Advanced people, they really want to live and enjoy that moment. Having somebody just standing there and watching could be could be something as a turn off. Let's put it that okay. way. Again, respect is the keyword. Right. Respect is the keyword. Right. So yes, there is few parties where they would welcome new people and they would expect them to just stand there and 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 watch. Mm-hmm. And I, that would be a better way to to approach that uh, that right. question. So so I know that like at uh, I've had a few people tell me their experiences like at Club Lorage, for example, which is a swingers club here, where they have a two tier like two, you know one place is just a bar. They have a terrace outside. People are doing stuff up upstairs, and then they have a private private party let's say room and that if you're in the environment I think part of it is if you're just testing the waters or you want to see you can just go into the environment mind you, you have to sign up and become a member still but you you would you would just go and and be an observer walk around have a drink talk to people and so as you, as you said, that's very true. It, yeah, right? exactly. That's very, very true. So yes, you always have two different areas where you get into a club and you've got the social part where you're having a drink, talking, okay. laughing. It's like any other club. There is right. no difference whatsoever. Right. Um, if you want to go further, then you can go and be curious and go look at those playrooms uh, where you can you might see some people having uh, fun together. Mm-hmm. So yeah, there's two areas, and uh, you would you would start with the social part and you feel good about it and some people they just stay there they just and stay they just there. go back home exactly they had enough so right. which is good so it's a way to test the waters absolutely a bit. and i mean you can just go to the bar area and you see people you know maybe they're wearing a little less clothes than they might wear at a normal nightclub bar, right uh, or a main not normal mainstream nightclub mm-hmm. uh, maybe they're seeing some people you know making out or kissing or flirting with other couples and that's a turn on for them maybe that they just want to kind of be in that space where maybe people are dancing sexually with each other in in, in kind of a, a a much more flirtatious way than they would at a more mainstream nightclub so it is definitely a, a very good spot for if you're a newbie that is a very good introductory step um into a a swingers club scene so get if we go to my back to my question like if one let's say you're interested like one person in the couple is more interested than the other maybe they've done more research maybe it's something that they've always wanted to try how do they What's the best way to introduce it so as not to scare off your partner or, you know, to think that they're not enough or or what have you? What would what would you recommend, Lexi? I get that question all the time. And um, the there's no one simple answer for it. However, um, as general guidelines, I think it's important to know that you don't necessarily know what your partner is going to say, and they very well might say no. Um, and um, the idea is when you first start to approach an idea like opening up your relationship in any way, 
a shape or form. Um, there is always going to be um, potential uh, for your partner to think that, you know, you're not enough for them, that you, you know, you need more, yeah, more sex. They're not giving you whatever it is that you mm -hmm. need. I think a really good way to kind of go into a, kind of taking the temperature of how your partner might react is, you know, there's a lot of really great uh, TV shows and movies out there that kind of are starting now to explore mm -hmm. consensual non-monogamy. And I think maybe just sitting with your partner and, you know, watching an episode or, you know, see, you see a scene in a movie and, you know, you could, you could kind of just casually ask your partner, you know, how do you feel about it? What do you, what, what do you think about what they're doing? Mm -hmm. Or, you know, you can, you can uh, come up with a scenario that maybe you have a friend who is is non-monogamous um, and you know you kind of recount a story that they had and or see you heard something feels. on passion exactly you know hey I, I, I you know I was listening to Dr. Laurie's show and there was a swingers panel That's and right. they asked you know uh, these kinds of questions and you know what do you think about that would you ever want to go to a club like that right. um, and just kind of get a feel for how your partner reacts and of course if they react with no way like no way over my dead body well you know you're not going to suggest going well I think I think people are afraid of what they don't know Mm -hmm. So true. if they know what to expect, they would just say, okay, let's go for a drink. Because they know there's nothing more than just a social happy moment and drinks. Um, so that's our role also in telling them, hey, listen, this is not a, a Roman orgy. You're not going to, uh, people <laughs> are not, not going to This is not Caligula. Jump. No, <laughs> right. no, people are not going to just <laughs> jump on you. And uh, right, so, right, right. Uh, yeah, people start thinking um, that's exactly why we moved away from the word. Swinging, swinging because it carries okay. a lot of, of load on it and yeah, then you're like oh my god we're going yeah. to a swinger party we're gonna be swinging no you're not you're just <laughs> right. gonna let's go for a drink let's just go and uh, let's yeah. just go yeah. observe and let's I, just I be think an environment ideally between couple they need to have their own their own codes their own terms uh when the one of them is not feeling good about it i mean they should be making a sign somewhere not like Absolutely. a monkey sign but then a small discreet sign that we agree together right. and then i'm gonna scratch my head and with my finger <laughs> right. and say and I, okay i'm, right. I'm this out this means i'm uncomfortable yeah right? exactly I, I those i reach my limits so, or right. something yeah. like that yeah. well that makes uh, that makes a lot of sense we'll take your questions we have a couple of more questions on the text board here at 514 800 for lexi silver and uh, George Jones of SDC.com, uh, Seek, Discover, Create, formerly known as the Swingers Day Club, the world's largest lifestyle dating platform. If you want more information, just go to SDC.com. But we'll answer your questions right here. Passion with Dr. Lori Batito on CJAD 800. Lots of questions for our swingers panel. More people are interested in it than I think we all imagine. Uh, this texture writes in the eighties. I used to go to uh, Plato's retreat in New York, where there were where there was five hundred couples in attendance. Wow. My question to panelists: What size of groups are involved here? So, what's the swinging lifestyle in Montreal? What's the community like here? George? Oh, that's um, uh, there's no number on it. We, we we cannot just go and say, okay, there's 2,000 people. It would be ridiculous for me on, on saying that. I think every single person can be an open-minded person. Right. Again, but what are the events, though? Like, no... what, what goes on here? Where can people... 
Like, what are the what are the places people go? Where where do they well, we find have, we like-minded have, uh, people? For for many many groups here, we've got the many Facebook groups. We have um, professional websites like like SDC. We do have also swingers club, and um, so we do meet and greets in a very mm-hmm. social erotic area and way. We do it frequently at the at the Orash club, and people are coming are welcome to come and um, just it is social event social. Lifestyle, right. open-minded. It's not a, it's so not a it's sexual not, event. It's a no, social event. Right. Yeah. Mainly, mainly that's right. the that's this is <laughs> the idea. They can actually. go off and do whatever. Yeah. After, exactly. Yeah. So again, okay. we have another restaurant just opened here in Montreal. Also, um, what a swingers restaurant. It is. Uh, well, it's a it's a kind of a gathering for swingers where they can go and enjoy their food and then. What's uh, the restaurant? Are you allowed to say? I'm, I'm I'm not sure. I, I would love. I'll I'll put that on um, you know on, on a on Facebook? a comment. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not sure if the owner is ready just oh, to okay, go ahead okay, and mention okay, it for okay. that okay. reason. That's well, the only sure, reason I would sure not. Make sure we uh, get the owner on one of these yeah, days. Yeah, that would be a good idea. It. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, so, but just to answer back, uh, there is no number that we can we can go with that. Sometimes right. we've seen parties here. Look at the Salon de l'Amour when we yeah. when we have that. We have like over ten thousand, fifteen thousand people. They well, are all curious to come. Yeah, they're curious. They're not all swingers. True, because now it's, it looks like a big supermarket, maybe for them, and they are coming for the shop. But the, we are going more into the educational part of it. Right. We're going for the first time ever in Canada. We managed to have a club inside the sex show. Oh, you did? Yeah, yeah. we did. We had the Orage oh. for the first time. And members of the Orage club, they were able to go and play, actually. Oh, wow. So uh, things are changing. And okay. uh, because we are within the law, we managed to get that. Right, it's all about the law. Yeah. Uh, a couple more questions here. Mm-hmm. Um, I've watched a number of shows on the Playboy channel about swinging, and although I don't think I could do it personally, I do find the whole concept a huge turn-on. I have a question for your guests. When your partner is making faces and noises that you've never seen or heard before, and you know <laughs> that they're getting more pleasure than they've ever had with you, how does it make you feel? Well, doggy style, you don't see them. <laughs> Oh, stop. No, seriously. Uh, I, I get that question a lot. Um, do you? Yeah, I actually, okay. actually I do. Um, and that's also a concern for some people when they're entering the lifestyle. And uh, there, a lot of people talk about jealousy. I think this yes, has a lot to do with Yes, I think it has to do with insecurity, but jealousy. Jealousy can happen in any relationship. You could be jealous of even like your, your friend or your colleague. Mm-hmm. It, jealousy is a normal feeling and that's okay. And imagine when you're in a in a scenario that is completely novel, you're with a new partner, you're, your partner's with a new partner, and you're, you're experiencing things you've never experienced before chances are your partner is going to react differently to a different partner because they're not used to what they're doing and they're also in a performance space so it's a little different maybe they're putting on a little bit more of a show because they want to you know put out their best performance they're not you know it's it's a little bit different when you're having sex with someone new uh, or someone you don't have sex with as often versus your partner who you have are very familiar with physically that so, makes a lot of sense. You know, keeping that in mind when yeah, it's you're it's not necessarily that happen, the technique that the other exactly. person is using that your partner isn't or that the sex with your partner isn't as good. It's just different. Yeah, and it, the it's it, because the environment is so stimulating and right. novel. Um, that also adds a whole heightened level of arousal right. and a whole heightened level of you know um, excitement for both of you. So live in the moment, enjoy it, and then you know just try to have your own fun as well. So okay. the cook is different. Obviously, the food is going to be different. That's <laughs> in, a, in, a, in a simple way. Yeah, that's true. I've got uh, a couple. Yeah, go ahead. Couple more questions mm-hmm. I want to get to because we're almost at the end of the show. Um, I've always been. Curious 
curious about the lifestyle and would like to know where I can attend a public gathering of such practices to determine what goes on and whether it's something I would be interested in participating in. Is there a place that people can find on the SDC website, for example, do you list off different places, a meeting places, your meet and greets, your parties? Well, we have every month on SDC, we have over 2000 parties worldwide. Oh my and goodness. it's it's yeah. a huge database of uh, of parties um, as well. Like uh, if you go if you go there and you start connecting people, talking to people, you will get all this information. Especially private parties. Right. It's a private party, so you should be invited in. It's not like you go to a club when you right. want to go a club. Yes, you pick the right you pick the right day and and you go there. Okay. Private party would be a different experience. So right. uh, yeah, they can find all that on on SEC on any other um, also. Uh, including those meet and greets that we were just talking about before yeah. uh, every month at L'Orage Club um, there's an SDC meet and greet where it's not you know you don't have to go in and have sex you can just meet people talk to other people who are in the lifestyle get a feel for what it's actually like for listeners outside Canada also they can go online and then and then find it's always good idea just to go there and see how you feel and stay within that social part, then if you're ready, just go ahead and, and try get, something new. And I think uh, you've said it a few times, like get informed, like find yes. out more, yeah. get yeah. all the information you yeah. talk about when you communicate together, have uh, codes for each other, right? Like where yeah. what you can speak to each other through sign language kind of thing, where <laughs> if one of you is uncomfortable, that you both react to that because you have to build trust. You can't just go in there mm-hmm. and, without any kind of parameters. You mm-hmm. have to have those parameters and ways of getting out if you're uncomfortable. Yeah. Otherwise, you're going to lose trust in your partner who's off having a grand old time and you're feeling uncomfortable and, and you have no happen. way to communicate that yeah. can happen yes i know I, I, i've known and a few couples where this yes, has happened yeah, unfortunately yeah. because they never set down all uh, set and laid down all, all the their boundaries, all their, yeah. uh, boundaries how much we can go where to stop yeah mm-hmm. absolutely my wife and uh, my wife and i interested in going to something like a swingers club we've talked about it and came to the conclusion that we'd like to go to test the waters. At this moment, we're not ready to share each other, but would like to go for the experience and atmosphere and go from there. Do you need to interact with another couple or people to attend? As we've been saying, uh, you know, this kind of this whole time, you can definitely, it, 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 you take what you want from the experience. So you can definitely go in, uh, you can, uh, you know, like have a drink at the bar, talk to some other people who are there. Uh, one thing about people in the lifestyle, we like to talk and we like to meet people and connect. It's kind of, you know, it's it's a very normal part of the process too. Right. There's no expectation on, if, on anyone's end that anything has to happen. And you don't even need to, you know, quote, share your partner. That's the kind of swinger idea that we're trying to eliminate as right. well. Right, right. Um, so no, you don't, you're not obliged, um, or pressured. No one will ever pressure you to, uh, experience something that you're not ready for. So okay. go in, just, you know, uh, have see fun. how you actually, feel. It's have way more time. respectful than any other club oh, that yeah. you go. Uh, yeah. Cause there's more rules actually. Yeah, there's, yeah. And there's, more, there's a lot of, uh, yeah, there's, there's etiquette. A, there's etiquette. there's yeah, a, definitely yeah. swingers yeah. etiquette, which you could find out. I guess you have a listing of etiquette on your website. We oh, do. Yeah. Yes, okay, yeah, we, we do. talk a lot about that. At the same time, you've seen way more single ladies. They are safer to go to a swinger club because there no is a no. 
Yeah, and right. it's been always respected. Consent is a very oh, big totally, thing, right? Totally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, we've run out of time, but we're going to have you back on again because clearly our <laughs> listeners have lots of questions yeah, for we're you. we're not done, right? No, I mean, you're <laughs> not. Lexi Silver, where can people find you? You can find me on sdc.com and uh, you can check me out on social media at Lexi Silver. That's Lexi with an I, Silver with a Y on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And oh you can listen God. to her podcast, SDC Presents Seek, Discover, uh, Create. And George Jones, I guess, sdc.com. That's the place. <laughs> That's the place. As I the can regional be flexible. director, you can be flexible, <laughs> no. yeah. You're, you. you're really trisexual. Oh, uh, well. Thank you all. Thank you Thank both. you so much. Thank, thank you, you for having us. Thanks to all our, uh, our texters and, and our listeners tonight. We'll see you tomorrow night where we celebrate our 20-year anniversary on the air really excited about that uh so we'll see you tomorrow night uh thank you to chris in master control you can connect with me on social media at dr Lori batito or through my website drlaurie.com coming up next here on cjd we bring you the ctv national news have a great rest of the evening and remember to live your life with passion